Hello, everybody. Welcome to the episode of Living Light Outdoors. On the mic with you. I want to share. Um, we we've actually been on a series. I know most. Of you, I'll say most of you. A lot of you follow me on Wednesdays on our series that we've been doing, and we spent a lot of time over the last two three months at least, maybe longer than that. And I've actually been studying a lot on the Holy Spirit, um, what it is, why we need it, what it does for us, who the Holy Spirit is. We we've been through multiple sequences. Um, at, you know, weeks on end doing Wednesday nights on the Holy Spirit. And multiple times we've talked about the gifts of the Spirit and, and spiritual gifts. There, there are two different things there. So I really, I, I ran across some scripture. Um, we were actually, uh, I, was, I was at <laughs> my church's Bible study on Wednesday night. And, and part of what he shared came out of 1 Corinthians and and in that, it sparked something. I thought, you know what? I'm going to share with you about the gifts of the Spirit. So maybe in the midst of all this teaching we're doing of the, of the Holy Spirit, and maybe you can go back and listen to some of those episodes we've done on the Wednesdays um, in those series that we've done, and, and maybe some things may make a little more sense as you learn what the gifts of the Spirit actually are. So we're going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. This will be uh, verses 1 through 11. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna elaborate on some things. I'm gonna share in the amplified, but I'm also gonna bring out some other versions that that kind of clarify or say things a little bit differently. So, so bear with me. We're gonna go First Corinthians chapter twelve, verses one through eleven, starting with verse one. It says, "Now about the spiritual gifts, the special endowments given by the Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters. I do not want you to be uninformed." Uh, there's another <laughs> version of this that where Paul actually, this is Paul speaking. This is Paul teaching to the church of Corinthians um, where he, <laughs> where he actually says, listen, I don't want you ignorant. Well, I don't either. I don't want you ignorant. So, so that's what he says. He says now about the spiritual gifts, the special endowments given by the Holy spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. The new living translation says it like this. I don't want you to misunderstand this. So I love how it, say, how it states that. Verse 2, you know that when you were pagans, uh, basically before you were saved, you were led off after speechless idols, however you were led off, whether by impulse or by habit. Verse 3 says, therefore, because of this, remember that word, because of this, I want you to know that no one speaking by the power and influence of the Spirit of God can say, Jesus be cursed, and no one can say, Jesus is my Lord, except by the power and influence of the Holy Spirit. Now, there are a distinctive varieties of spiritual gifts, special abilities given by the grace and extraordinary power of the Holy Spirit operating in believers. But it is the same Spirit who grants them and empowers believers. This is verse 4. New Living Translation says there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. So the Holy Spirit is the source of all of these gifts, but there are different kinds of spiritual gifts. Verse 5 says, And there are distinctive varieties of ministries and service, but it is the same Lord who is served. Again, the New Living Translation says there are different kinds of service, but we all serve the same Lord. 
Verse 6 says, And there are distinctive ways of working to accomplish things, but it is the same God who produces all things in all believers, inspiring, energizing, and empowering them. Verse 6 in the New Living Translation said, God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. So really referencing here that there's all these different things, but it's all coming from the same Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and, and God providing all of that. Verse 7 goes on to say, But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit, the spiritual illumination and the enabling of the Holy Spirit for the common good. And the New Living Translation of that says, A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. There's where the spiritual gifts come into play. They're, they're not for empowering someone personally. They're to help each other. Verse 8 says, To one is given through the Holy Spirit the power to speak the message of wisdom, and another the power to express the word of knowledge and understanding according to the same Spirit. The New Living Translation of verse 8 says, To one person the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another the same Spirit gives a message of special knowledge. Notice how it says, To another the same Spirit. So the same Spirit that gives the ability to give wise advice is the same spirit that gives the message of special knowledge. Verse 9, To another, wonder-working faith is given by the same Holy Spirit, and to another, the extraordinary gifts of healings by the one Spirit. New Living Translation again says, The same Spirit gives great faith to another, and to someone else, the one Spirit gives the gift of healing. I hope you're catching this. I hope you're staying with me. Verse 10, and to another, the working of miracles, and to another, prophecy, for telling the future, speaking a new message from God to the people, and to another, discernment of spirits, the ability to distinguish sound godly doctrine from the deceptive doctrine of man-made religion and cults, to another, various kinds of unknown tongues, and to another, the interpretation of those tongues. The New Living Translation of verse 10 says, he gives one person the power to perform miracles, and another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another spirit. Still, another person is given the ability to speak in unknown language, while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. Now, I want to elaborate on that just a little bit before we finish this out. Verse 10 speaks of great volumes of spiritual gifts. And these are gifts of the Spirit of God. There's lots of questions involved when it comes to this, the, the, the gifts of the Spirit, but he literally speaks this out so plainly. He gives one person the power to perform miracles. We, we've seen that, right? Um, I, I don't, I can't go around. I mean, I pray for people all the time. I ask for God's miraculous uh, outcomes. I have, in fact, been witness to and received a miracle from the Lord. I've seen it happen. I've seen him do all kinds of miraculous things in my time serving him. There's uh, some the ability to prophesy. I've I've spoken prophetically. I've have prophecy spoken over me. Um, there, there's there's a uniqueness to the prophetic word. Um, there's a lot to be spoken of. There's a lot to be taught about that. But it but it's it's there, and God gives it as a gift. He gives somebody the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another spirit. This is something I talk about every once in a while. Oftentimes, um, in me, when I hear someone giving maybe a message of prophecy or 
possibly speaking in, in other tongues as the Spirit gives utterance, there's a, a queasiness, a, a sick-to-my-stomach feeling when it's not correct, when it's not of God, when it maybe it's someone's pride or someone's man-made-up stuff or someone just trying to speak their own mind instead of speaking the heart of God. I feel it. I, I sense it. I've talked to others who have that same feeling. This is a gift. It's, it's, it's the gift of discernment of whether a message is from the Spirit of God or not. It, it's not that I'm wiser than anybody else. Matter of fact, it, it makes me cringe. Um, I was talking to a pastor just recently, and we, he talked about a time when, when he felt that, that the Spirit was, was so out of, out of text in what was being spoken that he had to leave the room because he was so uncomfortable. It's not a comfortable thing. It's not a gift of pleasure <laughs> to discern whether a spirit is right or not. That's that's a but when it is right, man, what a powerful feeling you have knowing that hey God, I I, I know this is coming from you. So it is a gift of discernment. It's 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 a learning of the spirit of God. It's it's having the spirit of God manifest in you in such a way that you understand that God is speaking, or maybe it's somebody tooting their own horn. The ability to speak in unknown languages, this this gift of the tongues the, 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 the power of the Holy Spirit. I, the best way to describe it, I was preaching a message one time, actually just, just a couple of years ago, a little, little church in, in the middle of the country, Missouri. And, and during my altar call, a, a woman, and she actually was maybe from Sweden, maybe she was a foreigner, but she lived here. She, she lived there. And she, this was her church. She attended there frequently. This lady gives a message in, in tongues. And and then turns right around and gives them the interpretation, it went right along with my message. It was very much confirming of the message I had just preached in the altar call that was being given. There was no doubt in my mind the Spirit of God was speaking when we were in a church that that wasn't common practice. So I was questioning, you know, how the the church body, how the leadership felt about what was being done. Rhonda just goes over and asks the lady, where did that come from? And this lady, her statement was so funny because she said, when the Spirit of God comes upon me, I have to speak. Man, what a powerful explanation of the Spirit of God speaking through someone and maybe in tongues and interpretation. When the Spirit of God comes upon the human flesh, it's going to have an impact and it's going to come out. There's no way to stop that, I don't believe. That's what happened there. It was really cool. And then another has the ability to interpret what's been said. Sometimes someone gives a message in tongues. They interpret that message. Um, those are some places that I use a lot of caution. Uh, that's not always the case. Oftentimes there just isn't anybody else there willing or able to give that interpretation. And God goes ahead and speaks it out. Oftentimes, you'll hear someone give a message in tongues on this side of the building and someone on the other side of the building interpret that, and it all feels right. There's a right spirit about all of that and that discernment. Whew, that's a lot to say right there. I hope you catch most of that. That's verse 10. Verse 10 of, second, of 1 Corinthians 12 has a powerful pact into that just a little segment. Now, let's close this up with verse 11. Verse 11 says, all these things, the gifts, the achievements, the abilities, the empowering are brought about by one and the same Holy Spirit, distributing to each one individually just as he chooses. 
The New King James Version of verse 11 says, But one in the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. I think that sums it up for me. It sums it up in this way. There are five, it's called a five-fold ministry that's spoken about in the Bible. Five-fold ministry. You have the apostle, the prophet, the pastor, the teacher, and the evangelist. Those are five-fold ministry of the gospel. Obviously, the apostle. Paul was an apostle. He was a church builder. Uh, he, he planted churches. He went around, and not only did he start a ministry, but he also followed up with that ministry. He also helped oversee it. He, he gave instruction. That's the true work of an apostle is, is building up other ministries without building up themselves. Uh, the, obviously, the prophet. Uh, the prophet is one who, who, I love how Tommy Tenney said it, it's easy to prophesy the future. It's easy for someone to stand in front of a group of people and say whatever it is they want, they think they need to hear, or, or, or the prophet speaks whatever they feel like the people want to hear. But what Tommy Tenney says is, where are the prophets who will speak the heart of God? Biblical prophets spoke what God told them to speak. He, they spoke his heart to the people. So you have the apostle, you have the prophet, you have the pastor. We understand what a pastoral role is. Basically, a pastor is a shepherd. He, he's to feed the sheep. He's to lead the sheep. He's to guide the sheep. He is to, to be the shepherd, the herder of the sheep, guiding them on the path, delivering the word of God to them. There's a lot can be said about pastoring. Um, some's done really well, some's not. But, but there, there's, that's a whole realm to be talked about. Then you have the teacher. Maybe it's a Sunday school teacher. Maybe it's someone who simply teaches the Word of God. Maybe it's maybe it's somebody like me, just sharing from the Scripture, teaching what they know from the from the Word of God as God gives them the ability. And then you have the evangelist. Again, much like what I do, I travel and speak the Word of God in all kinds of places, wherever, basically wherever they'll give me a platform to speak. I love the evangelistic ministry. I love being able to go into different areas, different groups of people, and speak the word to however God puts in me to speak. I'll be up in Missouri this this weekend uh, preaching at a uh, the Peterson Outdoor Ministries military chaplain's turkey hunt that they do every spring. I'm typically traveling in other places with Petersons. This particular year, I get to be at the chaplain's hunt. I often come in on Sunday to do the Sunday morning message for them. It's cool because I get to care for the caregiver. These chaplains are pastors, military pastors all over the world, and I get to share with them the gospel. I get to encourage them. I get to embolden them. I get to pour into them when they're usually the ones pouring out. They carry a lot of burden, especially our military chaplains. Pray for our military chaplains. Pray for this ministry this weekend uh, as, as I travel into Missouri to speak for Peter Central Ministries. God's already given me a message, and it came out of kind of a strange place. I, I wasn't something I was expecting. I'll be at a turkey hunt. I often try to theme my my ministry when I'm at these events to that particular thing. I have a duck call sermon when I'm at a duck hunt. Um, I've got a, a sermon about a deer, about what path are you on if I'm at a deer hunt. And I also have a sermon that God gave me called the locator that's using a locator call, an owl hoot call um, that I use sometimes at a turkey hunt. But crazy, crazy, God dropped a message into me uh, from a story from a friend of mine, and it's called Live to Swim Upstream. That's what I'll be preaching Sunday 
at this military chaplain's hunt. And it's it's an encouraging message. I believe God's given it to me for such a time as this for whoever it is that's going to be there. I don't even know who's coming to this sermon on Sunday. But that's what's happening. That's the evangelistic part, and I love that part. I love to teach, and I love evangelism. Um, I've, I've served in all these roles. That's what I, I guess I said all that to say this. There are multiple gifts of the Spirit. I don't want just one. I want the freedom. I want to be free enough in the Spirit of God, humble enough in the Spirit of God, that He can use me in all of them at any given time, whenever it's necessary. If he wants to use me to speak a message in tongues, I'm, I'm available. I am filled with the Holy Spirit. I have the fire of God boiling inside of me. I hope you see that. I, if he wants to use me to, to be the, the interpretation of tongues, I'll tell you, there's a whole story behind that. I struggle there. And a lot of it has to do with, with trying to remain humble, making sure it's not coming out of me. I'm having to learn to be more obedient to the Spirit and let God pour through me so that I can speak what needs to be spoken if necessary. All of these these messages, this discernment of Spirit, so all of these things that God puts in us, these manifestations of His Spirit, I want to be able to flow freely in all of them, and you should too. Study this out, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1-11. through 11. Look at it in a couple of different versions and let God speak into you whatever it is that you need to learn from it. Amen. We love you guys so much. We thank you for partnering with us in this ministry. Listen, I know I've said it before. You'll probably hear it a lot lately. We're reaching way more than we understand. The word of God is going out. Um, Our analytics that I look at on our podcast is is staggering to me. It's amazing to me. There's been over uh, over 7,500 plays on my on my podcast that I that I produce, that's crazy to me. It's unreal to think that 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 many people have listened to the word of God coming out of my mouth. What an incredible opportunity! And you partner with us on that when you support us financially, when you pray over us, this ministry, when you walk with us, when you share with us, when you allow me to share with you. We partner together to do the work and the will of God. Amen. This is what he's called us to do. If he's calling you to support us financially, I pray that you heed that call. We can use your financial support. We're we're in a place where God is moving us more full time into this ministry. It's going to require uh, some sort of an income, some sort of a flow in uh, more so than what I'm able to do right now. So if God's talking to you, if God's speaking to you, I pray that you ask about it. Pray about possibly partnering with us financially. Please continue to pray for us. I know what's happening in this ministry. God's moving mountains. You're a part of that. Walk with us. Journey with us. Share with us anytime. Know that we're praying over you. Rhonda and I love you. We pray over our listener base. We pray that God speaks volumes to you and that he moves mountains in your life as well. We love you guys so much. We'll talk to you again real soon.